This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am once again honored by your decision, you, your decision, your decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Here at the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, what we do is we highlight change makers and innovators who make the world a better place by being part of it and through their contributions to it. And today, we're going to have a very interesting conversation with somebody I recently met through social media through a mutual friend part of how the entire world of podcasting works. His name is Evan Johnson. You can learn more about him by looking in the show notes, but I'll tell you very, very briefly that he believes, as do I, that genuine, meaningful relationships are the core of any good business. And this refreshing, authentic approach has enabled him to impact thousands of people through helping coaches, leaders, and other hard-centered entrepreneurs start and maintain successful podcasts, or grow their existing shows, as well as through his own podcast, The Path to Podcast Success. Nowadays, you'll find him interviewing new guests for his podcast and traveling, all while serving clients and building relationships on his path to podcast success. So here you have Evan Johnson with the Path to Podcast Success. You have me with the Podcast Reach System. What is so cool about podcasting is there is a piece of my business and a piece of Evan's businesses where we actually overlap and in a way compete, although with slightly different methodologies. However, a focus of his business is something that I don't do. In the ordinary world, without the venue of podcasting or trying to run a podcast through your business website where you're also selling your stuff, us doing this interview might not be possible because it would create market confusion and friction through a direct competitive conversation. However, because I embrace the power of podcasting through the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, it facilitates these. So consider this. If you are looking for reasons not to start a podcast, here's what you're missing out on. The opportunity to create referral relationships where somebody who's in a similar line of business does stuff you don't do and vice versa. The opportunity to share overload if one of you gets extremely busy or just runs out of capacity, and also those cases where you may have a great prospect who's awesome, but they're just not great for you, but they might be great for somebody else. Those are three things you miss out on 
if you don't take the step of launching your podcast where you have the playing field to speak with people who do what you do. Just wanted to share that little lesson. And with that, Evan, it's so great to have you here today. It is very, very exciting to be here. I always love talking with fellow podcasters, especially, you know, with Mm -hmm. you, like you said, our businesses are similar, but like, I mean, the thing you focus on and the thing I focus on are different enough and they work together really well. So I'm excited about this. Exactly. So overall, in your own words, how does what you do make the world a better place for your clients and the world at large? I help my clients and in the in the world of podcasting use podcasts to spread their message. So a big part about me and and, and the clients I bring on is I want to make sure the people I'm working with have a positive, impactful, powerful message as I do because that's what a podcast does. I mean, someone's getting, you know, they're impacting, you know, hundreds of thousands of people every week or whatever with their message. And if I'm the one through my podcast production to to make that happen, then I consider that my impact as well. So yeah, I change the world through how they're changing the world, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to make bring up for our listeners also reason number four. When you have a peer network of people who do what you do, and after all, many of you are joining masterminds with other people who do the same work that you do. Uh, let's say that I got stumped on a really challenging question with one of my clients. Well, what if I were to you know go into my DM box and uh, and uh, ask Evan for a moment of his time, or vice versa? We can support each other in creating wealth across the board. There is abundance, and there is enough for everybody. So, specifically, oh, yeah. Evan, what is it that you do? I help people start and maintain successful podcasts. So, I yeah. how, and how we differ, right, is that I take over the production where my clients mm-hmm. will record an episode like we're doing now. They're going to yep. drop that raw file in Google Drive, and they forget about it until it's published. Audio, video, uh-huh. show notes, graphic design, scheduling, publishing, resources like audiograms. I do all of that. Of course, I help uh-huh. them in the startup process if they're new to podcasting. Yeah. Because those are the two people. I either help someone start a new show or I take over the production of an existing show. I'm helping someone start a new show and they're not familiar with podcasting. I'll help them go through the, the that process, like, oh, if they need help, what are their name going to be, best interview practices, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not my bread and butter. My bread and butter is taking over the production so they can focus on just doing the interviewing, which pretty much everyone agrees is the most fun part anyway. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's most of what I do with both my podcasts is I, is I approve people who want to be on, I interview them. That's it. Everything else is handled by somebody else. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So and I'm that, that person that's for that, the entrepreneurs yep. I work with. And that's as it should be. So in your experience, what are a few of the most common questions, like the FAQs, that people have in general when they're asking about what you do? Right. So besides the the main one, which is just, well, why should I start a podcast? The more specific ones that I get a lot of is like, how do I make time for a podcast? Because a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs are busy and they're like, well, how how Uh do I spend my time? Mm -hmm. One of them, however, and I'm sure you get this as well, the main one by far, how do I monetize a podcast? Bingo! I recently (laughs) I recently released three special reports. One is about how to recession proof your business with a podcast. Another is about how to avoid podcast purgatory by not making some of the mistakes that people make when launching their podcasts that cause them to become the proverbial tree falling in the forest and nobody's around. And the third one is innovative ways to monetize your podcast that they're not talking about. Want to guess which one got the most opt-ins, most leads, most engagements? Yeah, I think I have monetization. Yes, we all want to make yes. money, and I've made 
a lot of money with the Brilliance and Passion Project. I'll just come right out and say it. I, I mean, this yeah. is actually my number one moneymaker. Uh, smart Same people have already figured that out, but I'll just say it. So what are a few questions you wish people would ask? Uh, I wish people would ask more about how if they should focus on interviewing, because that's how I've been able to, and I can dive into this later if you want me to. Mm-hmm. But like that's my kind of unique way to monetize a podcast is through guests interviewing and creating relationships. Yeah, so which more people ask me about that. Um, you know, how should I focus on interviewing? How do I really conduct a, a 10 out of 10 interview, right? And then, uh, you know, how do I use that in podcasting to kind of grow my business more, right? So I wish I'd get a little bit more detailed or specific or more creative with the questions related to guests and interviewing and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So just a, a little peek behind the curtain here. I have another podcast called the Business Creators Radio Show. They're hour-long episodes. They're audio only, so we can drink whatever the hell we want. And uh, <laughs> and they take the form of mastermind conversations. Now, all of our guests are required to submit suggested interview questions. It's not because I'm necessarily going to just go down. So question number one, question number two, question number three, that here's what those questions do. They let me know where that guest's brilliance and passion lies so I can make sure to shine a spotlight on it. I can make sure if the conversation truly takes on a life of its own to make sure all that stuff gets in somehow. I'll have it right in front of me the entire time. And for those cases... Where And sometimes you will have a guest who just is either just not all that talkative or maybe they're just having a bad day, but they didn't uh, reschedule the appointment. Having that structure can help you get them through it and help them be magnificent. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Having the structure really helps. Just knowing what you're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I keep my podcasts not as structured as yours, but when when – you're skilled at bringing out questions and keeping a conversation going and steering it, then uh, you can, you can survive, you know, different levels of, you know, of, of, of scripting, I guess you could say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And see, part of this just comes with practice. I've been doing this for over 10 years. I know when somebody, whether it's this podcast or my other one, I know within five seconds of them logging into the pre-interview green room, exactly what kind of guest I have. <laughs> I can tell I can tell by how they say hello. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I use that first couple minutes before we hit the record button to calibrate my approach to how we're gonna make them look magnificent. Yep, exactly. It takes it takes some practice. I mean, that's kind of a rule with podcasting. Your first yeah. episodes are gonna be kind of rough, but when you're at you know, episode hundred, episode two hundred, mm-hmm. you're gonna be way better. I mean, I had no interviewing experience, no speaking experience before I started my show started it now i feel like i'm very good at interviewing and being interviewed but back then oh no well i i can i can tell you it's happened time and time for me again i've had people who joined our elite podcast reach system program where we launched your podcast and they went into it uh with trepidation and hesitation like am i gonna be a good interviewer uh oh thank god you have that that series of training videos on how to do interviews it's yeah that's great but believe me you are going to be a great interviewer. Then they record their first few episodes and go back and watch them. They say, damn, I'm good. (laughs) 
People have it in them more than they give themselves credit for. And I think, unfortunately, oh, yeah. that's part of our social programming that we're supposed to self-deprecate more than necessary in order to prove that we're decent people. Exactly. People just need to remember it's a conversation. You have conversations all day, every day. Just do that on the podcast. I've had people in my personal life, unrelated to business, who've checked out my podcast to see what I talk about when I talk about mm-hmm. my work. And they're like, yep. wow, you sound the exact same as you do like in, in real life. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm just being myself. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow I'm gonna borrow something. Uh, my client and friend Dan Janelle, who's also one of our reachers, by the way, uh, his yeah. brand is teaching people how to write your book in a flash. And what, part of his marketing is that when you publish your book, you you can finally tell your mom what you do for a living in a way that she'll understand it. <laughs> and it, and it's the weird it's the weirdest thing. And I found this out that. My dad had become one of my podcast followers. He didn't tell me. He just started watching them, and he became a, yeah, a yeah, devotee. Yeah. And he, he, being able to have these conversations with him now where he actually gets what I do after over a decade of trying to explain it to him and not being able to get through because <laughs> just because you know he has a different set of experiences, uh, comes from a different yeah. time, and just you know doesn't quite understand the industry as it is because he worked in a different time. He's long since yeah. retired. But just getting to see this and understand some of the messaging behind what we do and our approach has been it's been quite interesting. It's like finally my parents understand that I that, that there's really something here. Yes. Yeah. Every Christmas means, is just pure confusion. And and which means no more stupid questions at family gatherings. Yeah. That's, yep, that, that's the other. You know what I'm talking about. Now, I do now, know now, now about. the conversations are a lot more fun. So if, if for our listeners, if you want to solve that problem, launch a podcast. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Yep. Let's shift gears. We're about halfway through here. And this is the part where we like to uh, ask a few things that just help our listeners get to know you more as a person. Because I believe that, yeah. uh, like, I agree with Bob Berg that all things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. I add to that and say that most importantly, people do business with people they see as people. And that's what we try and bring out to this experience. First question, what would people who know about what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? I'm gonna answer that in just a sec, but I want to quickly highlight your shout out to Bob Berg. Um yep. the go-giver, favorite yep. book related to business. So I've got to, mm-hmm. I just had to say that. But as far as what people don't know about me in the world of business, anyway, the people I meet in situations like this. People usually don't know that I am a trained musician and I was actually on the path to becoming a professional musician until I decided to uh, focus on business full time instead. It's mm-hmm. kind of a fun fact. Is yep. I'm a musician. I'd like to introduce you to Princess Alessandra Francesca. She is a profesh- yeah. she is a performing musician is her side hustle. Oh my goodness. Okay. She she, she usually does her concerts at three o'clock in the morning when her otherwise heaping full food bowl has a tiny little spot in the middle of it. Right. I mean, when else would you want to do your concert? I mean, 3 a.m. is probably the best time. Uh Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) so what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Uh, I hope people, I mean, what I hope people say about me uh, is at least as far as character traits go, I mean, I try to be as kind as I can. And yeah. I, I have really stepped into living a life very passionately, which is something I very much lacked growing up. So hopefully yeah. people have seen that, recognized it, and you know, maybe they talk about it. <laughs> exactly. You could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened. What would it be and why? 
I found that question very, very interesting when I was thinking about my answer to this. And honestly, no matter how much I thought about it, frankly, I mean, I will not change a single thing, good or bad, because uh, it led me to who I am today and where I am today in my life. Yep, if the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast was playing fast money like on The Family Feud, number one answer would be, I wouldn't change a damn thing. Yep, I'm sure I get a lot of the same answers to my questions too. And it's like, I knew it'd be the one you get the most. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I mean, you get it the most for a reason. You know what I mean? Let's go to question number eight and see if you also get number one in that one. What famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And what question would you ask them? Now, I know the context of a podcast being related to business and podcasting. I'm probably expected to say someone in the world of business. So if no, I were not someone in the world of business, I'd probably say Bob Berg. But frankly, mm-hmm. just my true, just heartfelt answer to your question is I would absolutely love to talk to J.R.R. Tolkien, who was the author of The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is one of the most impactful book series I've ever mm-hmm. read. And I'd love to hear his take on how just absolutely mind-blowingly creative. Because, I mean, he created a whole language. And then he wanted to create a world to give context to that language. And the language was like his elvish language in the books. And then the context was Lord of the Rings, the books. So I just would love to talk to him about all that. We get a lot of interesting answers. I know I did the, these interviews back to back once. And one guest said Donald Trump and the next one said Joe Biden. <laughs> but the number one answer is Jesus Christ. Oh, really? I swear it's Jesus. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Honestly, what really keeps me motivated is the fact that what I value the most in my life is freedom. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. That's what inspired me to be an entrepreneur so that I can do what I want when I want to do it. Obviously, I have to put in the work, but at the same time, it's work I can schedule around my life. So what keeps me motivated is knowing that if I fail and have to get a, quote, real job, then Uh I lose that freedom. I'm, I'm trapped nine to five Monday through Friday for the rest of my life. And that is something I cannot do. I hear you. I hear you. So final question. And in a moment, I know you have an invitation for our listeners. I will share that on your behalf. But in general, aside from taking you up on your invitation, what is one action you would urge our listeners to take as soon as they finish listening to us within the next two minutes? I would encourage people to think about who your ideal clients are. If you have a service-based business, who's your Mm -hmm. ideal client? Who do you want to talk to? Who would it be powerful to you if you, you could get on an hour call with them? And could you turn that person into a client? If so, start interviewing them for your podcast and then launch those interviews and as a podcast. Do that because uh-huh. there you go. It's pretty much a cheat code into getting an hour of anyone's time. Yeah, thank you for making my case for me. Uh, free strategy sessions suck. They have up to a 50% no-show rate. Uh, and people often will be excited to speak with the person who's offering a free strategy session that will turn it down simply because they know that somewhere in there is an offer. And yeah, they're of just course. not the in, strategy a, in a place to receive the offer. Pitch. Yeah, also think about, also think about this. Uh, let's say that you are looking to pitch people. Well, if I show, if let's say you and I become, I mean, you and I became Facebook friends recently. So let's say yeah. that um, we had become Facebook friends and 10 seconds later, I'm in your inbox telling you about the glories and joys of podcasting. And would you like to hop on his Zoom <laughs> real quick? You're going to say, oh, another fucking salesman. Yeah, no, I'm not. Now, I don't hop on now, Zooms real quick. Right, now, let's say that 
my first approach, and this actually turned out to be the first approach. You and I were introduced by Eli Delaney, who's also been on the show, and uh, he was suggesting you guys should chat with each other. And I'm thinking, no, I don't slurp virtual coffee. Get on my show. And you hopped <laughs> right on, right? Uh, so now, let's say six months later, I have something for you, or you have something for me, and we slide into the DMs and say, hey, man, want to check in with you. By the way, I'm doing this, and it's XYZ, ABC. Um, here's the link. You interested? Well, now... Rather than being a salesperson, you're a friend making a friend aware of an opportunity. That's exactly. the frame shift. A podcast gets the relationship started off on an incredible foot. I mean, I have got a new mm-hmm. client from I record my episode with someone and then the post-interview chat, I tell them what I do and they're interested. And then the I'm green like, room well, is where the green grows. About this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's great because it just even though that we had exchanged like two messages on Facebook, I asked them to come on the podcast. They agreed. I sent them my calendar link. They came on the podcast. We had an incredible conversation. Boom, new client. I mean, it's ridiculous how, how I mean, it just, it, it really is kind of like a cheat sheet to get yeah. really, really quality relationships. And even if they don't become a client, you still get a great interview out of it. So like worst exactly. case scenario is still pretty best case, you know? And you I got, you, yeah, you got, you got great content. All right. So here's the invitation. For those of you who are out walking, driving, jogging, and not on our website or not on our companion YouTube channel, uh, the URL, and I love Evan's taste in website URLs, by the way, is <laughs> pathtopodcastsuccess.com. That's pathtopodcastsuccess.com. So check that out and see the, the similarities and differences between what Evan and I do. And particularly if you're looking for a resource that can guide you through the uh, post-production, the posting, and a lot of the back office stuff after you complete the interview – I believe he's a great resource for you to check out. So I say that one more time, pathtopodcastsuccess.com, right there in the notes. So Evan, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor, believe me, in education. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I always love being on the other side of the mic. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast.